0: Shalom to all! Today's office is without Pay. We are starting Ayantas Beis, the third to last word on the daf. And today's daf is sponsored by Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, or Biakav Myshe, her Neshama should have an aliyah. And we concluded yesterday's Gemara talking about different Shirim that a person's going to be Chai Faranyam Kippur, and the Gemara picks up with talking about Shirim. Tan Rebbe Oymer, Rebbe says, Payam and on the top, Ka Shirim Kulon. All Shurim that we discuss, the Kazaias, the iser is a Kazaias. Eating Kazaias, Chodzmi Tomas Eichlin, except for Thomas Euchlin, Shashin Akasabim b'mashman, the Pasuk changed its expression, the way that it speaks about it, Vashinu Chacham, Vashurun, and therefore the Chachamim changed the shear of Thomas Euchlin. Veraila a approved for this is Yom Kippur. The Pasuk changes its expression, and therefore the Chachamim changed its shear. And the Bryce says about Yom Kippur, My Shin Akasabim what does that mean the Pasuk changed its expression of the shear of Yom Kippur. It says in the Pasuk, Miloy Se which is a strange way of saying it. and how did the chacham change the shear of yom kippur? Ka we know the iser of eating on yom kippur is a kaseves and not a Kizaias. Now, my raya yom kippurim. What does it mean? We have a raya for this from yom kippur, meaning how is yom kippur case a clear display of this rule that a change in expression teaches a change in shear more than Thomas eichlin itself? So the gemara answers the imeh If we only had the pasuk of Thomas eichlin, hava I would think urcha This is the normal way of the pasuk saying it. The pasuk says Eichha, I would think that that's. A normal expression. Therefore, I see from Yom Kippur, since that's not a normal way of saying it, the Chachamim changed the shear, therefore we're going to have the same thing by Thomas Eichlim. And now, once we have this understanding that Thomas Eichlem, the shear is changed, we discuss that. Thomas Eichlim Kibetza Minolin. How do we know that the shear of Thomas Eichlem is Kibetza and not a Kazayas? I'm on I'm Rebezu. Rebevo quotes Lazar, and he says, the Passock tells us, Mikala eichla Shariah And what do we learn from here? Eichal Habam, Ahmas Eichal. the Isser of Thomas Eichlim is food that comes from food, and that's the shear. And what's food that comes from food? That's the egg of a chicken. An egg is food, and that comes from the chicken, which is food. The Gemara asks, Maybe we should talk about a young goat. A young goat is food, and its mother is also food. So maybe the shear of Tomas Eichlim is the size of a young goat. The Gemara answers, It's lacking shita. You can't eat the goat as it is, therefore that can't be the size of shear of Tomas Eichlim. The Gemara asks, okay, Maybe we're talking about a Ben Pakua, which is a live animal found in the mother's stomach after the mother's shechted. Halachically, it does not need to be shechted and maybe eaten as is. So therefore, it could be the shear of Thomas Eichlim as a Ben Pakua. The Gemara answers, no, that's also a problem because Tone, Kriya, it doesn't need to be shechted, but it needs to be torn open, meaning the blood has to be let out because you're not allowed to eat the blood of Ben Pakua, so therefore it's not ready to eat. The Gemara asks, fine, The and Bar Yuchni. Once we're talking about egg, maybe we're talking about the egg of the Bar Yuchni bird, which the Gemara tells us was so large, it was dropped in the ocean, and it created waves that swamped 60 cities. And maybe that's the share of Thomas Eichlim. The Gemara answers, we're not going to learn from there either because tafasta, if you grab too much, then you didn't grab anything. If you grabbed a little bit, so then you've grabbed something, which means if we have two sheerm in front of us and we're not so sure which one to take, we always take the smaller one because we know that we're rest assured with the smaller one. The larger one might not be the shear, and then we're going to come out with nothing. The Gemara says, okay, so if we're looking for a small shear, maybe we're talking about the egg of a tiny little bird. Tsiparta is a very, very small bird. The Gemara says, that's way too small, so it must be the egg of a chicken. Now, Rebavo himself says, this previous was a bravo quoting his Rebbe Rabbi Lazar. but here Rabbo himself says it says in the pasuk yachel bas The pasuk is teaching us about food that you could eat in one shot. Bishir and the Chumim estimated ein habliya Your beis habliya, a person's throat can only hold a chicken egg at one time, so that's why tomos oichim is a chicken egg and nothing else, nothing larger, nothing smaller. And now I'm Rabbi Lazar, Another halacha Someone that eats chelev nowadays tsar he has to write down the shear of how much he ate. He doesn't write down, I ate chilev and therefore I have to bring a carbon. He writes, I ate this amount of chilev and then that's it. Why is that? Perhaps once the besame is rebuilt, a different besame is going to come, meaning the besame at that time is going to come, the and they're going to increase the shear. So he has to know how much he ate, not that he's of a carbon. Now my yarba what does that mean they're going to increase the shear? If you want to see that, means that they're going to be chilev him to bring a carbon for eating a small kezayah. We know that it Kesayis is a medium sized olive, and they might come along and say you're actually chayev if you ate a small olive size of chaylev. Vatanya, we have a b'risa that tells us a person did an have then that Asher that he shouldn't have done bishgaga, but he did it and he was found guilty. What do we learn from here? Hashav If a person would have been shav, he would have prevented himself from doing the if he had a idea, if he knew that this was aser, then maybe carbonal He's gonna bring a carbon if he did this but like if he wouldn't have prevented himself from doing this even if he knew it was Asr and we're we'll going to explain what this is in a minute so he's not going to bring a carbon by doing it. Meaning, a person only brings a karbon for being if he would have refrained from doing that act. For example, if he ate chayev unknowingly, then he would bring a carbon because he definitely wouldn't have eaten it if someone had told him it was chayev. But in this case, even if someone told him it was chayev, he wouldn't necessarily have not eaten it because it's not the Shir of isr anyway. So how could he be a carbon later down the road, if the Shurim changed, when he did the eating, he wasn't chayv for it. So the Gemara says, you're right. Ella, the reason why he has to write down how much chayv he ate, and not that he's chayv a carbon, is carbon because perhaps the Bezgin is going to establish that he's not chayv a carbon until he eats the size of a large Kizai's. and therefore, if he would have written down on his paper I'm chayv a carbon, he would have been wrong, because he only ate a medium sized olive worth, and not a large sized olive. That's why he just writes, I ate this amount of chayv, and then later on, when the basement is going to be built, he's going to know if he's of a carbon or not. Now the Gemara addresses her that which we thought originally the that what we were suggesting is that he might be chayev a carbon for eating a small karbon what does it mean they might increase the shear? That's not talking about increasing the shear that's decreasing the shear of Chiyov. So the Gemara answers that means perhaps we're going to have an increase of carbonas being brought because of the change in shear and it was changed for the smaller. That's what Yare is. And continue to talk about shiurim. Rabbi Yechonon, shiurim. And the punishment a person gets for being over that shear; those are both a halach l'mashmi sinai. They're not written in the Torah. The Gemara asks, Punishments are written in the Torah. So the Gemara says, "You're right." Elah hachi kamay shiurim shall sinai. The shear that a person has to be over to get that punishment; that shear is a halach l'mashmi sinai. And tainamihachi we have a verse like that. Shiurim shall ain shem halach l'mashmi sinai. Others say, "Be sinai Actually, the name of yavetz. Who is referring to Asniel Ben Kenaz He was the first Shaifet, he was the first person that led Klai Yisrael after Yeshua died. His Bezen was the one that established these Shurim. The Gemara asks How could it be that they established these Shurim? But if it says in the pasuk like, Elah Mitzvahs, and what do we learn from there? Navi me'ata, then no Navi, no leader of Klai Yisrael has allowed to come and be a new mitzvah. You're not allowed to come and make up a new mitzvah. The Gemara answers, You're right. They had forgotten the Shurim and then the Bezen of Yivitz came along and reestablished them. They didn't make the Shurim up, they just reestablished them and reminded Klai Israel of what they And we had said in the Mishnah, if a person drinks two cheekfuls on Yom Kippur, then he's going to be chai for that. It doesn't mean he has to drink Two cheekfuls, meaning his entire mouth is full of liquid. The man he has to drink is that if he would push it to one side of his mouth, the year Kimloy and will look like his entire one cheek is full of water. Kimloy Not Miloy but Kimloy Our Mishnah says Miloy It doesn't say Kimloy So the Gemara answers, Ema Kimloy let's understand it as Kimloy meaning he takes the liquid in his mouth, he pushes it off to one side, and then it looks like he has a full cheekful. Now the Gemara asks the question, we have a problem. We have a brisa that tells us how much does a person have to drink on yom kippur to be chayev. Beishami imrim they say revias. Beishil imrim meloy logmav. Rabbi Yehuda Imir mishum Rabbi Kimloy lugmav and Rabbi huda ben Beseira Imir kidegemia the amount to swallow. Now here's the issue. We just said an our mishnah that it's Kimloy lugmav We know that we usually passkin like Beis hillel and Beishil over here says meloy lugmav So we have a steer between our mishnah and this brisa. So the Gemara asks, what's the problem? do Is this brisa any stronger than our mishnah? And we had just established our mishnah. That it's Kadeshira, meaning he pushes it off to the side and it looks like a Maloy Lugmav. Hakanami, so too over here, Sheeta Space Hill, and this Bhryso is Kadeshiira, meaning not that it's a full Maloy Lugmav, it's kimloy Lugmav, meaning he pushes it off to the side and it looks like a full cheekful. As the Gemara, that's the same sheet as Reb had said in this brisa, Kimloy Lugmav, and that means the base hill is also holding Kimloy Lugmav. The Gemara says it can be now the differences between the maloy Lugmav Dachuk, which is what we would call Maloi lugmav ish Rebelezr holds that even if the cheek only appears slightly Full, that's okay. Whereas Beis Hill holds that one cheek must appear really full, and that's the difference between their Kimiloy Lugmovs. But now, Im if that's true, Hill, that's going to turn out to be a Kula of Beis and a Chomer of Beis Hill. Why is that? Because a real Moloy Lugmov, which is two cheekfuls, is more than a revias. If Beis Hill was referring to a real Moloy Lugmov, then they're more lenient than Bezhami, who holds one is high for drinking even just a revias. But if Beis Hill is for a Kimloy Lugmov, then they're Machai for less than a revias. That makes Beis Hill more Machmer than Bezhami. And that's problematic because when the mission Adios listed all the times the hill was more Mahmer than Shammai, it didn't list this one. So the Gemara says hey, um, beis on the top, key itchel. when that question was asked about a Malay Lugmov and that Bryce was being discussed, but Aigmel Khabashan itchel, it was being asked about Augmel Khabashan. Now not actually about Augmel Khabashan, he wasn't Jewish. We we're talking about someone who's very, very large, a giant of a man, a huge person whose Malay Lugmov is much larger than the standard person. And the question is, what about this really huge Jew? Does he have to follow the same Malay Lugmov of a standard person? Or or does he follow his own Malay Lugmav? That turns out the Beishamah is Lugmav. Beishamah says it's just a Raviyah, so it doesn't make a difference how large his Malay Lugmav is. We just follow Raviyah, and therefore they're this Beishil is Lakula because they say he follows his own Malay Lugmav, which is actually much larger than Raviyah, so it turns out the hill is Lakula. And now we have a question on Shittas Beishil. Why is it that eating on Yom Kippur, everyone has to follow the same sheer Okay, Sevis, a large date. However, drinking, everyone follows his own Malay Lugmav. Lugmav. How does that make sense? Armale Habay, he responded, Kimlhul Rabbanon, the Rabbanon established, they know, there is Yisuve Daita with a kaseves. A person's mind is at ease, he's fasting, and then he eats a kaseves. He's going to be put at ease to some extent. However, less than that, there's not going to be any Yisuve Daita. However, when it comes to drinking, he's only going to have Yisuve Daita if he drinks his own Malay Lugmav, but not the size of his friend's Malay Lugmav. But Maskal Arbzeir, and Arbzeir asked another question, are you saying that the entire world, an average person, they eat a kaseves on Yom Kippur and they have yisuvei da'ita and eigmel chabashen, meaning a very large person is also going to have yisuvei da'ita with a kaseves? So Amrle Abayi he responded, yes. Okay, kaseves is something that gives a person yisuvei da'ita. Less than that, there's no yisuvei da'ita. However, a standard average person, when he eats a kaseves on Yom Kippur, he's going to have a very significant amount. Of Yesu Vedaito. However, Agmel Chabashan, he's going to have only a little bit, but he still will have some level of Yesu Vedaito, and that's why he's going to be Chayef. Moskvlar Abzera, he has another question. Are you telling me that if a person eats a piece of fatty meat on Yom Kippur, the sense of Chayefes, that's going to provide Yesu Vedaito? And Luwavi Gafanim, grapevine shoots, which are not very filling at all, the shear is also Chayefes? So, Armel Abayeh responded. Kim Luwuler Abononon, the Bachim Mesvedite, Bachim the Chum established that this is the shear of Yesu Vedaito, lesson that is not. However, if a person eats a piece of fatty meat, so then he's going to have a very significant amount of yisuvidayta, and if he eats lulvigafanim, he's going to have a very little amount of yisuvidayta. However, he still fits into the category of yisuvidayta, and therefore he's going to be chay for eating that onion kepper. Maskvlarava, he asks a question: pras. We know that the issur of eating kesayis, if he's eating something that's aser, he has to eat it within a certain amount of time called kdehachilas pras, the amount of time it takes to eat half a loaf of bread. Because seves bechdehachilas pras, and the issur of eating onion kepper should also have the same shear of Achilles Pras, it should be a longer shear because a kaseves is a larger shear, so therefore, he should have a longer amount of time to eat it and still be chayev. So, Amr al-Abbayi, Abayi responded, Kim de The Rabanin established they know that if a person eats a certain amount of food within Achilles Pras, so then he's going to have Yisuv Eidaita. However, if he eats it in longer than Achilles Pras, then he's not going to have you Eidaita. Maskafler Rava, he asked a similar question, Pras. Like what we just said, if a person is going to be eating something Something that's usur, and the shears of kazais, he has to eat it within the amount of a pras, half a loaf of bread. How could it be that the same shear applies of Chetzi pras, but pras, we know there's something called tumas gavia, a person's body could become tame if he eats tame food. And the shear for eating that tame food is Chetzi pras, which is half of a pras, and a pras is half of a loaf of bread, which means the shear he has to eat in order for he himself to become tame, he's not allowed to eat kudshim, he's not allowed to eat any holy foods, that's going to be a quarter of a loaf of bread. How could it be the amount of time he has to eat it in? In order to become tame is also kidehilas pras. The shear of chetzi pras is two baitsim, and that's way more than a kazayas. So Amalira Papa answered, Hanakhotomas Gevia, leave body tomo to the side. To love diriza that's not dioriso. As the gum, meamarapapa, did our papa really say that? Fuck it says in the Pasuk, Vloysa Tamu Bahem, minitame and do not contaminate yourselves through them lest you become tame through them. Vamraf Papa and Papa said, Mikansha Thomas Gvia Dirizo. We learn from here that Thomas gavia a person's body becoming tame because he ate tame food, that's diorisa. So the more answer is no. the cross alma. Really, that tome is just rabbanon. However, the pasuk is just an smachta. And we had said in our mishnah all foods could be mitzarv together to make a total shear of isra chila on Yim kippur. And Amra Fappa he says achul umtu If a person ate meat with salt on it mitzarv, those two together can be mitzarv for the shear of isra of achila on yom kippur. Even though eating salt itself is not considered something normal to eat, the achli inchi. Since people do eat salt with meat mitzarv him so the two together can be mitzarv. Amrish Lakish, he says The brine or the liquid that's on top of vegetables the way we would understand this is like salad dressing you take your carrot you dip it into salad dressing that's going to be and if together the carrot and the salad dressing is a kaseves a person would be chai for that. The that isn't that obvious? the answer is you might have thought it's considered liquid it's salad dressing anything which is part of the preparation of food the way you eat your salad is with salad dressing so that's all also considered food, even though technically the salad dressing is liquid. Amir Shlakish tells us, If a person eats a chilagasa in Yom Kippur, he's potter. Now, a is generally defined as a person who's very full, and then he eats more after that. That's a chilagasa. He's stuffing himself. He's not gaining anything. It's not beneficial to him at all. So if he eats something like that in Yom Kippur, he's going to be putter How would that be? He fills himself with the Sudam Afsekes, and then Yom Kippur starts, and right away, he eats more food. So he's stuffing himself. That's a chilagasa. He's not going be chay for that. Now my time. Oh, why is he not chayv for that? It says in the pasuk, a person who didn't afflict himself is chay, Prat But that excludes someone who's damaging himself and achilagasa is damaging him. He's not gaining from it. He's damaging himself by stuffing himself with food, and therefore he's not going to be chay for that. A similar halacha. Zarsha If a zar a non kind a truma achilagasa. But it was achilagasa. He had filled himself with chulin, and then he took truma, and that truma was achilagasa. He was stuffing himself with that truma. He has to pay the karen. He has to pay the principal because he stole it from the kain. However, he doesn't have to pay the added on fifth for eating it. Why not? Kiyachal. It says in the pasuk, if he eats it, prat This excludes someone who damages himself with it. Therefore, he's not considered having eaten it. It's just like he stole it from the kain, so he has to pay the principal and not the fifth. And Amr Abiyomi Amr Abiyechinon Zar pay afamadaf on the top. Shekaises sairim shel truma mshalam sakaren veinim shalam zakheimesh. If a zar, a non kain, he was kaises barley of truma. Kaises literally means to chew. However, it's the word used to define an abnormal type so he took barley which wasn't cooked and he ate it and it was truma. So he only has to pay the karen and not the chaimesh. Why is that? It says in the pasuk if he eats it prat that excludes if he's damaging himself and a person's damaging himself if he eats raw barley. And Amar Shizbi Amar Zarshabal Truma. You have a non kain. He swallowed plums of truma. He swallowed them whole v'kian and then he regurgitated them vachlan and someone else ate them rishen Mishalam karen The first one, the one that swallowed them whole, he has to pay the karen and the Chaymesh because swallowing them whole is considered a normal way of eating them, but Shani, the second one, in he only has to pay the value of wood to the first one. Why is that? The first one was considered having eaten them, so therefore he has to pay the Karen and the Khemesh. However, the moment that he ate them, the moment they went into his stomach, they're not considered like food anymore, and no one's going to eat them. So now that he regurgitated them, and yes, they are a whole plum, however, it's not very normal to eat them, so the second one that ate them, he didn't actually steal a plum from the first one. All he did was steal something that could be used as firewood. So he has to the pain for Dme Eitzim and not for the actual value of the plum. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up more tomorrow about understanding the Shuram of Achil and Yom Kippur, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.